Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Consumers still cautiously consuming your news update, and we talk arbitrage trade assist on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for February 18th, 2023. I'm Joshua Stark. Despite high inflation and significant interest rate increases, Americans continue to spend, which may help the economy avoid the predicted recession if this trend persists. However, surveys indicate that consumers do not expect the current high inflation rates to continue for an extended period. This belief could lead consumers to reduce their spending and wage demands, thus helping to slow inflation gradually. If this combination of high spending and reduced inflation expectations persists, it may enable the Federal Reserve to control inflation without disrupting the economy. As inflation rates decrease, the Fed could reduce its interest rate hikes, making a recession less likely. Microsoft's recently upgraded Bing search engine boasts features such as the ability to generate recipes and songs and provide comprehensive explanations of almost any subject found on the internet. However, users have reported that the search engine's artificially intelligent chatbot can also insult their appearance, tarnish their reputation, or draw unfavorable comparisons to Adolf Hitler. Acknowledging the concerns raised by users, Microsoft has promised to improve its AI-powered search engine, which it released to consumers last week ahead of Google. Although Microsoft had anticipated that the new product might make factual errors, it had not expected such combative behavior from the chatbot. Microsoft has clarified that the chatbot's responses to certain questions have been delivered in an unintended style. Richmond Federal Reserve President Thomas Barkin played down the recent positive economic indicators but expressed his readiness to increase interest rates incrementally as needed to curb inflation. Barkin stated on Friday that the robust job growth and spike in retail sales reported last month could be attributed partly to warm weather and the government's seasonal adjustment process, rather than being an indicator of accelerated growth that could fuel inflation. In a roundtable with reporters, Barkin remarked, I'm not giving as much weight to the recent data we've received. He also noted that his perception could change if you start to see it for multiple months. As a member of the Federal Reserve's 19-person interest rate setting committee, Barkin's views carry significance. A man who prosecutors said broke into a UK industrial park 
to steal almost 200,000 chocolate Easter eggs has pleaded guilty to theft and criminal damage. Prosecutors said Tuesday that Joby Poole, 32, used a metal grinder to break through a gate in an industrial park in Telford, Central England, on Saturday, then used a stolen semi-truck to tow away a trailer loaded with Cadbury cream eggs and other chocolate goods worth more than 31,000 pounds. West Mercia police tweeted Monday that shortly after the break-in, Officer stopped a vehicle presumably purporting to be the Easter Bunny on a highway and arrested a man in suspicion of theft. Prosecutor Owen Beal said Poole gave up when he realized police were after him. More after this on Arbitrage News Weekend. Stick around, it's going to be fun. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This week's Arbitrage blog includes... Wyoming says no to EVs. Seriously. Uh, fun guy is more than food. And no, you're not a wild and crazy guy, Royce. You may be a fun guy, but that's hey. not what we're talking about. Hey. I like mushrooms. <laughs> and we talk arbitrage trade assist. We're really excited about this one. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com and .org. Now, let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, you know, we always talk about EVs here, right? Yes. And, and you know, we talk about Teslas and things like that. They're really great technologies that I think... Huge could, carbon footprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that's one of the arguments that the state of Wyoming is making. Whoops. Basically, they introduced a bill... Uh, to ban the sale of electric vehicles in Wyoming. Part of the reason for that appears to be spite. 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 So, basically, they're saying that the state of Wyoming oil and gas industry has created countless jobs and contributed revenues uh, throughout the state's history, and da-da-da-da-da, the gas-powered vehicle has enabled the state's Industries and businesses to engage in commerce and transport goods and resources, da-da-da-da-da. You can read more about this on the blog, but isn't that interesting that, that the one state that seems to be going in another direction is Wyoming? I don't know, Wyoming. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense They don't, me. yeah. Doesn't hey, make any but sense. But hey, it's, it's their prerogative, right? That's true. That's true. I mean, you, you have certain states like, what, uh, New York and California that are trying to ban the sales of classic combustion in engine cars, and then you have this pop-up. Yeah, I mean, I'm, well, a lot of people say that the bill also cites that the U.S. has consistently invested in oil, gas, and fossil fuels and all these other things in Wyoming, so basically to further uh, the drive home drive home the point that, hey, these are still viable ways of making energy. Why are we trying to switch to something that is non-standard that may actually 
cost us more to actually implement. I think that that's that's an interesting point, and and another point would be the uh, like you were saying the the carbon footprint of of an EV is larger than people think. I mean, yeah, we talk about things about. Uh, we talk about things about that with minerals and and things like that 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 are bad for the environment. We talk about lithium in in batteries that is bad for mining, and uh, you know yeah. we we talked about uh, talked about Kenya or not Kenya, excuse me, uh, was it South Africa that that um, that wanted uh, wanted to stop lithium export well, completely? Yeah, I, I do. I, I do believe that you're right about that. Yeah. The other thing is, in Wyoming, I think they're, they're trying to say it's still allowed right now, but I think by 2035, they want to be completely no new uh, vehicles that are electric in Wyoming. Phasing it out completely. I mean, that just seems just seems a little, a little extreme to me, but, you know, hey, uh, it could make a difference, but maybe not. We'll, we'll see how it's enforced. And see what the reception is, and you know, if most people are behind it, we'll take another look at it later and see how this pans out. More still for foot power. Come on, Fred. Let's go. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh! I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. At a time when consumers are inundated with so-called social media influencers peddling the latest products online, a slew of TikTok users are leveraging their platforms to tell people what not to buy instead. The trend, called de-influencing, is a stark contrast to prior ones like TikTok Made Me Buy It, where consumers were showing off products they purchased after seeing them on the social media app. These days, TikTokers are telling their followers which products aren't worth the money or urging them to resist indulging in trends. Some influencers are sounding off about blushes, mascaras, or other beauty and skincare items that made big promises but don't deliver, and others are telling their followers to avoid hairstylers and water bottles TikTok itself helped popularize. All told, clips with the hashtag deinfluencing have racked up more than 150 million views in just a few months. 
It's not clear how the trend originated, though one of the first TikTok videos came from a former employee for Ulta and Sephora who listed frequently returned products at the beauty stores. Paige Pritchard, 33, says it's refreshing to see consumers finally having this conversation. Now a spending coach who shares financial advice on TikTok, Pritchard said she chose her career path after blowing her entire $60,000 salary on clothing, beauty, and hair products in the first year after she graduated from college. At the time, Pritchard was living with her parents to help pay off her student loans, but heeding recommendations from YouTube influencers who routinely get paid by brands to market products, she regularly went to Nordstrom or J. Crew on her lunch breaks, easily dropping $500 per visit. When it came time to move out, I realized that I had no money, Pritchard said. I could barely afford to move out of my parents' house at the end of that year. She felt embarrassed and ashamed and characterizes the moment as her breaking point. Stephanie Turan, 23, said she was inspired to make her de-influencing video after her sister-in-law told her she wanted a Stanley Cup of popular 40-ounce drinking tumbler that recently went viral on TikTok, but it was out of stock. I was like, you can just go to TJ Maxx and get a different cup, Tehran said. TikTok trends come and go, and criticisms of consumerism aren't necessarily new. Still, influencers who hop on the de-influencing trend could be seen as more trustworthy and use the opportunity to shore up credibility, said Absat Kunar, a marketing lecturer at the University of Essex who has studied how Gen Z interacts with content creators. A study he did with other academics showed Gen Z shoppers typically ignore influencer campaigns they believe to be controlled by companies. Brand deals and influencers have become almost synonymous over the years, but consumers still crave authenticity, and those seen as inauthentic often incur a cost to their reputation. Most recently, Michaela Nogira, a makeup artist with 14.4 million TikTok followers, was accused of wearing fake eyelashes while promoting a L'Oreal mascara in a sponsored video by the brand. Influencers will still remain relevant, but one of their major weapons, which is source credibility, is slowly getting eroded unless they do something about it, Kunar said. The temptation to make money, however, could be hard to overcome. Many influencers earn their daily living from the content they produce. More after this on Arbitrage Weekend. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I know I have been watching the amazing Last of Us series on HBO Max. Can Pedro Pascal do any wrong? I don't think so. Who? Pedro Pascal, man. Okay, wh- who's Pedro Pascal? Oh wow, what have I missed? You need to catch up, man. So right, as soon as I'm you get done, binge watch it. Look, as soon as you get done with arbitrage trade assist, I want you to binge watch a ton of stuff. Okay, hey, fill up my calendar. We're going. We're going to sit back and make money and watch TV. There we go. We'll talk about arbitrage trade assist a little bit later in the program, but right now we're talking <coughs> about fun. Right now we're talking about fungi. Yes, I like mushrooms. I like mushrooms too, but I think we're talking a little bit more about the deadly fungal infections Ooh. type of fungi. Um, the hey, w- some mushrooms are poisonous. You can oh, it takes one. You just eat it once. That's true. I mean, fungi. You know, they're really common, but they come in different shapes, different sizes. But some of them are harmless. Some of them are are pathogens, which means it's something that can make you sick. Um, there are certain ones that can make you high. There are certain ones yeah. that can, you know, yeah. cure infections and, and cause infections. Um, the the spore from Last of Us basically was a type of a fungi. And, uh, huh. yeah, yeah. that's Learn something new. There you go. There you go. So, so what's a prokaryote? What's a prokaryote? Yeah, that. Uh, get the get the head in the notes, dude. Uh, uh, I just saw it. and I was like, "Hey, that looks like a fun word to try to pronounce." <laughs> Thanks for that. Anytime. Prokaryotes are uh, they are. Um, wow, my brain has just totally. Okay, all right. Hang on. Do 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 do. Bacteria are prokaryotes, fungi are eukaryotes, which makes their makeup a little bit more complicated. Eukaryotes, um, prokaryotes, what are, what are we trying to do? Well, they they lack a nuke. Well, okay, eukaryotes are uh, have a membrane-bound nucleus where their DNA is kept, but prokaryotes don't have a nucleus. Now, what... Does that really have to do with anything? Uh, it's basically in in the way that it's the 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 possible uh, the possible infection is carried. Um, if you you carry 
uh, a nucleus with DNA. It's a certain type of, a, of an infection. And bacterial infections can be treated with stuff like antibiotics. But they're also resistant to antibiotics. And unlike bacteria, they're a little bit more complicated than bacteria and viruses. So spore or, or uh, fungi are a little bit, they're, they're a little bit more complicated, so they're a little bit tougher to treat. Um, two types of fungi here, environmental and uh, environmental is, is like mold and yeast and uh, commensals, which commensals are like uh, fungi that, that's found on the skin that's, that's like harmless. Um, there are some infections that can be done with, with fungi. If you want to read more about it, you can read more about it on our blog at arbitragetrade.com and .org. However, I think I'm going to stay away from the forest for now. How about some mushrooms for lunch? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Maybe they came from China. Maybe from somewhere farther away. A lot farther away. The downing of four aerial devices by U.S. warplanes have touched off rampant misinformation about the objects, their origin, and their purpose, showing how complicated world events and a lack of information can quickly create the per perfect conditions for unchecked conjecture and misinformation. The presence of mysterious objects high in the sky doesn't help. There will be an investigation and we will learn more, but until then, this story has created a playground for people interested in speculating or stirring the pot for their own reasons, said Jim Ludis, a former national defense analyst who now leads the Pell Center for International Relations at Salve Regina University. In part, Ludis added, because it feeds into so many narratives about government secrecy, President Joe Biden and other top Washington officials have said little about the repeated shootdowns, which began with a suspected Chinese spy balloon earlier this month. Three more unidentified devices have been shot down with the latest Sunday over Lake Huron. Pentagon officials said they pose no security threats, but they have not disclosed their origins or purpose. On Monday, many social media sites in the U.S. lit up with theories that Biden had deployed the aerial devices as a way to distract Americans from other more pressing issues. Those concerns included immigration, inflation, the war in Ukraine, and Republican investigations into Hunter Biden, the president's son. 
While the concentration of claims was highest on fringe sites popular with far-right Americans, the unfounded rumors and conspiracy theories popped up on bigger platforms like Twitter and Facebook, too. One of the most popular theories suggested that the White House and Pentagon are using the airborne devices to divert attention from a chemical spill earlier this month in Ohio. That incident, caused by a train derailment, occurred several days before the most recent devices were shot down and was covered extensively. Nonetheless, the spill remained the top subject searched on Google on Monday, showing continued public interest in the story. China's government apparently took notice. On Tuesday, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Hua Chunying tweeted a link to news coverage of the Ohio chemical leak and added Ohio Chernobyl, a hashtag used in many posts that suggests the incident is being covered up. Apparently, some in the U.S. take a wandering civilian balloon as a big threat, while the explosive train derailment and toxic chemical leak not. She wrote in a tweet, which racked up tens of thousands of views within hours Tuesday. Misleading claims about the airborne devices have also prompted violent threats, according to an analysis by the site Intelligence Group, a firm that tracks extremist rhetoric online. After the White House earlier said surveillance flights went undetected during Donald Trump's presidency, an article circulated on far-right sites urging the execution of any Trump administration officials who may have withheld the information. Trump administration officials said they knew of no such surveillance craft. Some commenters said Biden's decision to wait until the balloon had reached the East Coast before shooting it down showed he was in league with China. Others, meanwhile, chastised Biden for shooting down foreign aircraft. More after this on Arbitrage News. Stick around. Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo. Do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Around here, we work on a lot of things having to do with financial research and and trying oh, to help yeah, we people. Like numbers. We love numbers around here, which is why I'm back here and you guys are up there. I, we've been working on something lately, though, that's been really cool. I'm sitting here watching it work. It's called Arbitrage Trade Assist. Yep. While you sleep, it's Arbitrage making me trades. money. It's making me money, right? Yep. It's, a, it's that's pretty. Silly. Oh, yeah. About 3 or 4% per week, uh, give or take. It's nice. You don't have to do anything if you don't really want to. But if you want to trade, it's an assistant. It's like trading with training wheels. 
trading with training wheels, which is definitely something I need. Hey, uh, that's how we make more money, right? Yeah, you know, we've always said uh, from from day one, almost that that trading for for certain people and certain you know certain situations is a very emotional thing. Oh yes. Uh, if if you are watching a trade, for example, and it goes the wrong direction, sometimes you have that panic mode that wants you to get out of that trade, and it's not necessarily the best thing to do, right? Yep. Nope. Uh, trade assist actually takes that problem away from you. It, it gets rid of the impulse because all it's doing is following the rules. We've known that arbitrage works for over nine years, yeah. and now the best part is we're taking all the rules and stuff that we we play with and say, okay, we made the program, and now the program basically allows us to stop watching and start living. I mean, How about that? Yeah, this is basically what we've been working on since we've been working, pretty much. I was on a bar stool at a, at a local bar, and, and I had my laptop out, and you showed me all this. And, and oh, yeah, that was, that was 2014. time ago. 2014. And uh, this is kind of culmination isn't it oh yeah we and we ha we're having fun with it because i i've personally been testing trade assist for about 11 months now yeah right and so those statistics of that uh three or four percent per week has been going on for about 11 months so it means we've gotten a lot of buzz and stuff out of it and we've honed it and the, the newest version is actually pushing about six or seven percent yeah our uh our beta group has been doing very well. We've been going about what? Uh, I believe it's three months on about the beta three group. Three months, and we're up yeah. about forty-ish percent on our, our on our accounts yeah. and portfolios. And I mean, all you have to do is sit here and watch it. It's it's yeah. or not, or just wake up and go. Oh look, the bot made this, this, and this. Yeah, I mean, you you can literally wake up and hey, you can have lunch paid for d depending on how much you put into this thing. I mean, you could. Oh, you yeah. could literally make hundreds of dollars a week. Uh, I literally had uh, someone open up a demo account, right? Two weeks ago, Trade Assist has literally made them $126,000 in two weeks. Money. Right? It's fake money, but at the same time, if that was a real million dollars. That's a shame. I know, right? Next time. <laughs> They need to convert that uh, convert that account very very quickly and join us in arbitrage trade assist. Uh, Royce, we are rolling out the red carpet for people on what day? March twenty second. March twenty second. It will be available to the general public. And if you've already used an arbitrage, you're gonna love what the new trade assist is gonna bring you. Mark your calendars, guys. Make sure you keep in touch with us. We'll be all over social media with it and on arbitragetrade.com.org. Have a great weekend. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 